Hello, Misfits, and welcome back to another week of the podcast. My name is Georgie, and I will be your host. How is everyone today? I'm very excited to be with you, and I am talking with a smile on my face because, as y'all know, I feel like I should. there should be a rule. I'm not allowed to say this at the start of every podcast, but I'm saying it anyway. As y'all know, I record my podcast in my son's closet as of recently. I mean, it's been this way for quite a while at this point, but it's the best acoustics that I can find, and I sit on the floor, and today, there's there's these shelves in the closet, and today I have a green T-Rex sitting next to me on the shelf, and it just made me smile so much because I'm recording this in about an hour and a half. I'm picking up Ari from school, and cannot wait to just snuggle his little self but this is one of the things with co-parenting and having a child being divorced is I have these little tiny reminders and they just make me smile so much and totally not where I thought I was going to go with this topic but for anyone that is experiencing a co-parenting to household life there was a time in this new way of life a couple years ago where I would find these little reminders of him. I would find these little dinosaurs in my gym bag or him leaving a toy or something and there was a time where it would make me sad and then I just kind of changed my mindset to this is the power of our thoughts and it's something that I talk about often, but I choose now to see this green T-Rex sitting beside me and feel so much joy for the love and the gift that my son is and that I get to pick him up from school on a Friday in a couple hours and not the absence because I just believe everything is as it should be and he's experiencing the life and the two houses that he's supposed to be experiencing and now when I see these little things reminding me of him I think about how beautiful his life is and everything he gets to experience and how much I love him and how much I can't wait to see him versus allowing it to put me in a state of feeling sad and obviously guys obviously if I could rewrite the stars and make everything in alignment with how I feel it would be the best. I would want my son all the time. I would choose to never have to split houses and split homes and that's a whole different other conversation but whatever current life you have is the current life you have and the way it was written and the what is happening in my current life right now with my son is the way that it should be. So I'm not changing that. I'm not changing the fact that I share parenting with his dad. So what I can change is the way in which I look at it. And I choose to spend my time with him. And I appreciate that time so much more. And that time is so much more special. And I'm so much more intentional with my time that I have with him. And getting to be this piece of his life that just brings light and love to him and do my absolute best as I can as his mom and I also choose to 
see his little toy that he left in the hallway or me stepping on a Lego as a little wink that he's thinking about me and with me even when he's not with me instead of allowing it to cause sadness. So I thought I would share that. I felt like somebody, maybe a, a mom who maybe just recently started sharing parenting is listening to this and you're sitting at home or you're in a car listening to this and they're with their dad this weekend and maybe that perspective could serve. So anyways, let's get into the topic of the week because this came to me about 20 minutes ago, if I'm being honest. And this is just how I'm flowing with my podcast now. Whenever I get something, that's when I'm coming on because I'm excited to share it. So I have a very random podcast for y'all today and it came to me five things that have drastically made my life better as of recent and as of recent could be I, I would say looking at the list it's basically the last year maybe even six months honestly but there's some deep personal development things per my usual content and there's some random just human life things so we're gonna mix it all the way up and have a little lightness and you know we'll see where I go we don't know but I have five things that have drastically made my life better and I don't say that lightly some of you are going to giggle but it's just true so I'm like hey if this is helping me making me better let's take 25 minutes or however long this is and share it because that's what I like to do okay so let's start with number one number one Oh, these are in no order, <laughs> okay? These have no order of importance. This is just the way that they came to me, okay? So number one of the list of five things that have drastically made my life better is Instacart. And when I'm cool someday, this is where I will do an ad for Instacart and I will give you my code and then they will pay me for talking about Instacart. But we are not there yet, and today is not that day. So this is just my genuine love and appreciation for this app and this business or whatever it is. So just bear with me, because this has drastically made my life so much better as a single mom, but just as a human. Because I hate the grocery store. I hate it. And you know what I hate more than the grocery store, if I'm being honest? And yes, I could take a perspective of everything I just told you about being grateful. Just know, great mother of earth, I am grateful for whatever you give me. But I am not a big fan of winter. I hate being cold. I really do. So it takes a lot of focus on my gratitude to live in this Ohio weather. So with that being said... I don't love the grocery store and I really don't love the grocery store when it's cold and I have to park and walk in the cold grocery store and especially if I have a five-year-old with me that points at everything and takes everything off the shelves and asks if we can get this and asks if we can get that. A simple trip to Aldi or Kroger or Walmart or Trader Joe's or whatever when you just need a couple things can turn into a two to three hour Exhibit because it's like I gotta get my kid out of the car, I gotta park, I gotta drive there for one before I even get started. I'm walking through all the aisles, there's the people, there's the lines, there's the grocery trekker, and it's such a waste of emotional energy and time for me. Insert Instacart, use my code. Just kidding. But 
seriously, Instacart is just an app if you live under a rock where I sit on my couch while watching Moana with my five-year-old and grab the very few things that we need because it is just he and I and I eat very clean and I have Herbalife products that are delivered to my door as well. So I typically need eggs and I need turkey bacon and I need some rice, some fruit, some peanut butter, a couple little things for Ari, some ground turkey, some salmon, some almonds, very easy, very quick, a couple hot sauces here and there. And that's all I need. Occasionally some paper towels, you know, or some hand soap. I don't know. But I can go on Instacart, watch Moana with Ari, and not only can I sit there and, and order it, but y'all, for like $4, they drive their car to the store. They fight the lines, the people, all the emotional energy it takes. And then they deliver it to my front doorstep. The This seems so silly, and I might be selling you so hard on this, but the emotional energy and time this has saved my life, most of these things I'm talking about are helping me save time and or helping me progress in my life because I'm a very ambitious person. I'm very excited about life. I have a lot of things I want to do. I'm a single mom. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm writing. I'm speaking. I want to make a new recipe for my nutrition club. I want to go on a trip. I want to go bowling with my son. And there's only so many hours in the day. And because of Instacart, I can just enjoy hanging out with my son and then they deliver it to my door and I don't even have to leave my house. And the reason why I love it so much and it's changed my life is it is like six dollars or something and then if you want to get crazy and really tip them i would even pay 15 or 20 to pay someone to go grocery shop for me because my time is your time my time your time time y'all time is the most valuable asset so you go ahead and support these little entrepreneurs in instacart because they're people making a part-time income go them and they save my life i love you instacart that is enough. I think I just talked 10 minutes about a grocery cart app, but that is a number number one. Again, no numerical order. Some of these things you're like, that seems a little more important than Instacart, but again, no numerical order. We're just vibing off of whatever I think is helpful. Use my code at checkout. Okay, that joke is not funny anymore. You said it three times. All right, let's move on to number two, which is a little bit more serious, is meditation. And I've been hinting at this, and I've been talking about this, and please don't fast forward through this part because, oh my gosh, if I had to pick a numerical order, number one would be meditation. So number two, meditation has drastically, I mean, if there's a bigger word than drastically, made my life so much better because it's the whole thing. It's, it's the causing pause. It's the causing stop. You just heard me go on a rant of all the things I love to do. And I've been an overachiever, an overaccelerator. And then when you become a single mom, even if you didn't want to be an overachiever, guess what? You just got the overachiever award because you are everything. You get to be everything at all times. And meditation has allowed me to center myself and and hit pause and I want to talk about this real quick and how I do it and I know I've shared this before but I've been preaching meditation to anyone closest to me anyone I get in a deep conversation with because I value it so much and it has so 
drastically change my life that I want to just give the gift to as many people as I possibly can, which is a part of what where my passion comes from in speaking and doing this podcast because when something has impacted me to this extent, then I want to share it and I've been hearing personal development books and speakers and everything else people to tell me to meditate for years and this is the first year I actually have. So my favorite app is called Insight Timer. Changed my life. It's free and you can start with very basic five minute meditations to center yourself um, to clear your mind. I do one every single morning before I even start my day. It's the first thing I do before I even check my text messages or my phone or anything and it gets me very clear I do one every single night to go to sleep, and honestly, I do them if I have time throughout the day as check-ins because it is a practice that centers me, gets me out of my racing thoughts or my anxieties or whatever, and just the things that I do with it has become such a ritual, like doing Palo Santo, which I've talked about in other episodes, which is just burning it's a holy wood and it's just the the smell of it or incense um or sage i have been taking a lot of um himalayan salt baths and i'm not like sitting there just taking a bath for hours on end because i don't really make the time or have the time in this season of life to just be chilling with the mint mask on at all times but even if i have 15 minutes Asking for help, which for me manifests in getting help cleaning my house. So I already listed all the things I do, plus trying to keep up with my fitness, my health, my friendships, my relationships, spending as much time with my son as humanly possible. And like I don't want to take the time to grocery shop, the time it takes to deep clean my house and stay on top of everything, like wow okay and I'm not even gonna I know I'm I'm single mom tribe because y'all it's hard if you know single mom give them a hug because there's a lot that we get to do and we get to show up for but this goes for anyone we have a lot of stuff to do in our lives maybe you're not a single mom but your kids have three different practices at three different times and there's only one of you because your husband works late or maybe you're a single dad or maybe you don't even have kids but you're running the church foundation and you're working and you're doing spin classes and you're like wow and there's a something in your life that keeps falling short and stressing you out and for me it is basic deep cleaning like somebody to sweep mop deep clean my kitchen clean my bathroom I don't know why it took me so long to get help but it was to the point where I was like drowning and for me drawing the line comes from when I have to make a decision to mop the bathroom and change two loads of laundry or play Candyland when I only do have my son half of the time I'm playing Candyland and I also need a clean environment to function at my best self. So I got help and pay someone to help me clean my house. And y'all, you can find help that's not that expensive. And we're probably, in my case, spending that amount of money on going out to eat. So this is another time where you get to look at your life and take an audit of your expenses 
and be like, what can I give up to help me with this thing I'm drowning with? If you are in a place where, you know, financially you're like, I, I can't afford to do that. Maybe you can. Maybe you get to not go to Starbucks anymore. Maybe you guys that come into my nutrition club all the time, maybe you get to order your products at home and save half the money and then use that money to help you in a different area of your life. Maybe you get to just think about your priorities. It's the same conversation I have with people that are wanting to get healthy and wanting to get on nutrition. They're like, well, I don't really want to buy products, but you have every new pair of Nikes. Where, where, where are our priorities? What are we taking care of? And what I've gotten very clear on in the last year is taking care of myself is number one. So for me in this season, with the spinning plates, you ever seen that uh, person spinning nine, ten plates? That is the season of life that I'm in and I probably will be in for a while because I'm ambitious and because I'm a single mother. So because of that, I get to prioritize myself. So what is super important to me? My nutrition, my health, my sleep, my fitness, and my time. And I want to I want to live in a clean environment. I don't like my house to look like a dumpster fire or the last episode of Hoarders. I don't want that to happen. So I ask for help and quit drowning and allocate some money because I don't need clothes or anything special or anything like that. Um, take some time away from this other leisure income and help myself and get help where I need it. Okay, so number three for me is getting someone to clean my house. And just for you, if that's not an issue, like you got that on lock, is there another area of your life that you over and over and over and over again think you're falling short in or you need help in and you just are not figuring it out? Maybe it doesn't have to be paying somebody. Get creative. I know I've talked about this before, but it's like if you cannot figure out a time to work out because you have little babies and you just need an hour, do you have another mom friend that needs an hour? Can you switch hours? Get creative and think about where do you need help and where can you ask for it and how can you figure it out and how can we be solution-oriented because I, ha- I think my first episode on this podcast was named Nothing Changes If Nothing Changes. And let me tell you, my house is going to continue to be upside down dumpster fire stressing me out because I, in this season, it is not going to happen where I can keep my house tip-top shape and do everything that I get to do right now. All right, number four this is interesting um number four thing that has drastically made my life better ironically is crying so I have a very strong personality and most of my life have operated heavily in my masculine energy it's where my drive comes from it's very I I can take care of myself. It's a very independent nature. And I often joked and even said, you know, in my intimate relationships, like, I don't cry. I don't cry. And this has been a very recent breakthrough for me in the last six months, probably, where I have allowed myself to be in, to be, for one. I've allowed myself to be 
and I have allowed myself to be in and fully feel and express my emotions as they come without suppressing. And this has been such a game changer and made my life so drastically better because what happens and what most of us are taught is to suppress those emotions and growing up hearing be tough or you don't cry especially little boys this has opened my eyes to my parenting for my son I you will not hear me say don't cry little boys don't cry be tough because what we're training and don't feel bad if you are saying this to your kid because I said this to my son like a year ago and as I've opened up these different beliefs and feelings around it I'm like, wow, I have to change this. Like, this cycle has to end with the way that I'm speaking to him because that is bogus. It's it's complete bullshit that crying makes you weak because feeling and releasing an emotion is the only way to actually move forward because for so long... I repressed everything, repressed everything, repressed everything. And what happens is you're shoving everything down deep to the point where it's going to make you sick. It's going to make you explode. Think about a balloon where you keep shoving air into it so much so to the point that it explodes. And this is health problems. This is blowing up on your significant other in full anger because you let all these little things bother you for so long and never actually dealt with them and sat with the emotion so I have I have cried more in this last year than I ever have in my entire life and guess what happens when you cry I bet if I give you a a second to think about the last time you cried what happens you feel better it's a release you get to feel and release the emotion think about an image of hands gripping a rope so tight that your hands are bleeding like the rope is wrapped around your hands and your hands are bleeding because the rope is pulling so tight and imagine releasing the grip and the freedom that that is so crying and allowing myself to cry and allowing myself to feel things when they come up has drastically drastically made my life better so it's like if you're going through something be with it If you need to process something, be with it. If there are things that you've suppressed because you were too afraid to feel them and look at, take a minute and look at it. Set aside time to be like, okay, I'm going to think about this thing that hurts so bad and cry and let it out and let the anger out and let the pain out. Journal has been so, journaling has been so crucial for me to completely release all the thoughts And journaling can be so powerful because sometimes you need to process and release things that you don't want anyone to read or see. And sometimes even speaking to your friends or counselor or whatever isn't enough. Maybe you just need to be with your pen and paper and completely release. And if you're a male listening to this, I don't know why I feel like I'm being called to say this. And you're like, I'm not going to journal my feelings. Get over that. Because men and women have masculine and feminine and the suppression of men's feminine energy and women as well obviously when it comes to the whole suppression thing but that is a problem that is causing problems in 
society and our relationships whether you're a woman or a man whatever you need to process emotions men have the highest depression and suicide and and all these horrible hard things oftentimes because they are not brought up or shown an environment where they can process and they can have their feelings we are humans yes we are designed completely differently but we all need to feel and express and and get our emotions out so allowing myself to be someone who cries allowing myself to cry when I feel touched by something happy when I feel deep pain, when I feel sadness, when maybe a memory comes up and it's like, I feel the pain of it instead of being like, oh, not down with that, shove it down. I give myself the space. Yeah, if I'm gonna cry and I'm, I'm at the nutrition club and I'm talking to somebody and I feel this emotion come up, I might pause it for a second. I'm not gonna burst out into tears and if I, if I can help it in public, but I'll give myself to process whatever that was. I'll go home that night and journal out a piece of paper and then rip it up, throw it away, burn it, do whatever you have to do, but get the emotion out and crying and allowing myself to release has drastically made my life better. And number five, number five is meal prepping. And instead of just the typical, oh, I'm meal prepping to lose weight, I'm meal prepping chicken, broccoli, and rice or whatever, this is one concept of prepping but it goes to your whole life just being in preparation for the kind of person you want to be because my life like i said in this season and probably yours and honestly i think every human on the planet is just in a state where we've gotten to this point where we allow our lives to be crazy busy all the time and i'm actually working very hard to slow that down for myself but in the meantime it's crazy busy so Meal prepping has turned into not a, I'm trying to get abs, I'm meal prepping, I'm trying to hit a macro, but I take care of myself, which is a huge theme of these five points. I take care of myself. Say that with me. I take care of myself. So I know because of my schedule, because they're running around, because of this, because of that, if I don't prep and know what food I'm going to be eating, I don't prep my shakes, I don't have my tea powders ready, I don't have ground turkey made, I don't make some eggs, I don't have rice prepped, I'm going to go all day without eating. Or I'm going to go four hours without eating, grab a protein bar, and then order a salad somewhere and not get what I need, not get the nutrients I need. If I don't think about bringing my water bottle and filling it up, that's a form of meal prep. And you have to find your way of this because everyone functions and operates differently but for me the whole little meal preps that are in a container and completely ready actually don't really work that well for me there's something about it that I just I waste a lot of food doing that to be honest so for me because my shakes and my products are such a big part of my meal plans I found a easy flow system that works for me I meal prep eggs I basically prep an entire carton of eggs into scrambled eggs and I cook those a couple days in advance and then I can kind of weigh it out or just eyeball it into a meal prep container 
I make turkey bacon ahead of time and I'll bring those and heat heat that up and I always have either ground turkey uh, grass-fed beef brown rice or some kind of veggies or whatever made and then in a big container and then I can just grab it and heat it up as I go so it's like if I know I'm gonna be gone all day I'll grab a lunch bag and throw eggs and turkey bacon container in there I'll grab some ground turkey some rice throw a container in there I'll bring a little shake packet to make my shake on the go throw an herbalife protein bar in there or my little container of almonds I'm just meal prepping whatever that looks like for you that's why the products I'm coming up on my 10 years on herbalife nutrition guys which is so crazy and 99.9% of you follow me in that way and know that that's what I do but I per my Spotify wrapped I have some people in different countries that listen to this so I work for the number one nutrition company in the world and I'm coming up on 10 years using the products they've absolutely changed my life because they're fast easy meal replacement energy protein whatever but then the actual food I need to bring like the eggs the turkey and rice or whatever it is that I'm eating on a day-to-day basis needs to be prepped and ready to go and actually making myself do that has drastically made my life better because I'm fueling myself I'm taking my supplements I'm getting the nutrition that I need I'm drinking the water that I need and I'm not just going five six hours without eating or drinking anything and feeling depleted because even though what I'm eating might be healthy I we we need to fuel ourselves And I'm bringing this as a point in this, even though it seems very basic, and you've probably heard me talk about this so many times, I'm bringing this as number five in the point of these five things that have drastically made my life better because I really want you to hear it. The longer you go with completely being deficient in protein and nutrients and calories for your body, you are harming yourself. And it is a form of self-harm. And we we just don't think about it because we're like, we're busy. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to make it to the practice. We got to make it to work. We got to make it, even might making it to the gym. But are you getting your food in? Are you feeding yourself? Are you taking care of yourself? Because that is going to show in the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you're going to feel it. You are going to feel if you took care of yourself or you didn't. Our bodies, just like cars, can't run forever on no fuel. So I know it's January and you might be crushing the New Year's resolutions or maybe you've already fallen off, whatever. There is zero judgment here. I have been a health and nutrition coach for almost 10 years and there's been entire two, three year seasons where I have gotten this wrong and forgotten about it and allowed myself to be so busy 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 maybe with a new baby maybe working a lot whatever that I forgot to feed myself I forgot to properly fuel myself and it's really important do a shake every single morning. A couple hours later, have some eggs. If you got to pack a hard-boiled egg, if you got to make some scrambled eggs. A couple hours later, have a meal or another shake. Get your nutrients in. Drink water. 
take your tablets, take your supplements, and live a healthy, balanced lifestyle the rest of the time. Have pizza on the weekends every once in a while. Go have a burger. Go to your favorite place and get the craziest thing on the menu. Have your grandma's homemade pecan pie and lasagna. Yes, and day-to-day-to-day meal prepping and taking care of yourself is everything. And it seems like such a small thing that we brush by, but that's kind of why I really wanted to to just put the spotlight on it right now because it's been a game changer. I look so much better. I feel so much better. I'm able to show up in my life so much better because I'm fueling properly and I'm eating properly. So saving my time with Instacart and getting help, asking for help, asking for help cleaning my house, taking time to meditate, to feel my emotions, to cry, taking time to prep my food, to fuel myself. They're all investments in myself and my future. And they've really made a huge, big, 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 drastic difference for me and drastically made my life better. So I really hope that you gained something from this. I hope it was helpful. If it was, I love to hear your feedback. I love when you guys share with me and tag me and anything. My whole soul intention with all of this is always just to serve and help in the way that books and podcasts and leaders and mentors and people have always been for me so that is the episode of the week if no one has told you today I love you so much and you are valuable and you're powerful and you can do hard things and you can maybe just try to implement one of these things and see if it it helps your life in any anyway I will see you next time and I will check up with y'all on social have a great day